Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Lolly Sealers podcast. I'm Dale Lolly here. Uh, Chris Carter is uh, off this week. He's off uh, doing a little traveling. And, uh, well, the Steelers did a little traveling this week as well uh, on a short week. Went to uh, Minnesota and uh, lost a, uh, a hard-fought, well, at least for a half, 36-28 uh, game to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Steelers falling behind 29 to nothing in that game uh, before battling back and scoring uh, – well, 28 of the last uh, 36 points in that game and um, making a game of it. Of course, the game ending on the uh, the, the, the uh, Ben Roethlisberger to Pat Farmuth pass in the end zone. A lot to uh, a lot to talk about with this game. Uh, once again, the the Steelers got gashed on the ground. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook just tore them up. The, the Vikings um, really took a page out of what the Cincinnati Bengals did to the Steelers came out with uh, a, a sixth offensive lineman about uh, 25% of the time. And, and then of course they also play a fullback and he played about 50% of the time. So they went really big against the Steelers. And quite frankly, the Steelers didn't have much of an answer for that. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been asked already, you know, is this a talent issue? Is this a coaching issue? Uh, is this, you know, just guys, uh, you know, not doing their jobs to me right now up front uh this is a talent issue plain and simple um you know there's there's an old saying uh in coaching that you know you can't polish you know what Uh, all you do is smear it around and right now the Steelers are playing with a little bit of that stuff that you smear around uh outside of Cam Hayward there's there's not much there you're looking at uh you know a rookie in Isaiah Loudermilk who was technically supposed to be on uh, scholarship this season it really wasn't expected to play a whole lot, but the injuries to Stephon to it and Tyson Alualu have, have kind of forced the Steelers' hand to play these guys a lot. And quite frankly, guys like Isaiah Bugs, uh, Henry Mondu, um, you know, they're they're meant to be players who, uh, even Chris Warmly, meant to be players who play, you know, at most 15 snaps a game, and now they're playing, you know, 60 snaps a game, and and, and it's caught up to them. Teams have figured out that the way to attack the Steelers is to run the football and run it and run it again. Um, You know, even if you're in, you know, second and long, go ahead and run the football again, because they're not going to consistently stop you um, from doing that. And even when the Steelers 
were good last year against the run. Um, you know, their defense was built to penetrate and get running backs on the ground for, for losses. Um, teams have figured out this year that they can continue. Even if you get that, that you know, one or two yard loss, you can run on the next play and get it right back. Uh, and that's what Dalvin Cook uh, continually did last night. Uh, he averaged seven, uh, uh, 7.6 yards a carry. Um, the Steelers just had no answer for it. And it was, a, it was a matter of every time he took the handoff, he's five yards down the field before he's even first contacted most of the time. You know, we saw Minka Fitzpatrick have to make a bunch of tackles in this game from his free safety position. And that is just not uh, a good sign when, when your free safety has to do those kind of things on the running back. Um, just not a good, a, a good spot that the Steelers are in right now. Um, we'll see, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin after after the game on Thursday night promised uh, that that uh, they will turn over every stone and see, uh, you know, if, if they can make any changes here. I don't know what changes they can make on the defensive line, though. They're playing everybody already. I mean, that that's part of the problem right now is that it's just not good enough and hasn't been good enough really all year long. Um, you know, Stefan, too, it's not riding back in here on a on a white horse, nor is Tyson Alulu. Um, you know, what they need to do conversely is start faster on offense. Uh, you know, this, this is a team that, you know, has, has really struggled at times to score points in the first half. And, 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 you know, right now it's kind of killing them a little bit because it's putting too much pressure on that defense to, to continually, uh, you know, hold teams at bay and, um, you know, and, and when they when you're having trouble stopping the run, if the team can continually run the football, yeah, it's going to happen. You're going to get worn down and, and, and you know, get gashed a little bit. The interesting thing is that the Steelers did a much better job in the second half of this game against the run than they did the first. Um, you know, they just had no answer for what, for what the Vikings were doing early in the game. And quite frankly, because the offense wasn't on the field long enough, uh, they, they had a bunch of three and outs. I think they ran the 16 offensive plays. Uh, on their on their last five possessions or last uh, yeah last five possessions in the first half, uh, it didn't give them enough time to make any defensive adjustments. You're on the you're on the sideline. The offense snaps the ball three times, and you're back out again to try and and, and stop what the, the you know the Vikings were doing. It's just they're not playing good complementary football consistently this year. We've seen it at times. We saw, you know, we saw it against the Ravens, you know, where they they continually stuck with the running game and, and you know, did a, a nice job with Baltimore's defensive front, which shows you a, a lot of different looks. Well, the Vikings were doing the same thing. They were putting six and seven guys at the line of scrimmage, but they were only rushing four. And we continually saw that the offensive line kind of screw that up and, and have guys running free to the quarterback. Uh, ben Roethlisberger sacked five times in that game. Um, just way too much. But again, the Steelers get the, uh, the uh, you know, they score 21 points in the, in the final 15 minutes and make a game of that. That's one thing you, you have to say about this team is that it just doesn't quit. Uh, and, and that's, you know, to be commended, but start faster. They have to start faster. I, I you know, I, I wrote on, on DKPittsburghSports.com. I've, I've written this a couple of times now in recent weeks. I'd like to see the Steelers come out, play the, you know, play fast early. Uh, come out, use the no huddle, use a little pace early in the game to see if you can't, uh, you know, get the other team on its heels. Ben Roethlisberger has been at his best this season when he's been attacking. 
and attacking down the field. Now you could say, well, some of that's because of the score of games, but there've been a lot of one score games this year where, you know, he's attacked like that and, and had success because, you know, and you can't say, well, they're, you know, that, that the defense was in a prevent there. If, if you're only up one score, you're not in a prevent. You're, you're, you're basically playing defense, but he's been at his best this year when they've been able to attack. Um, you know, I'd like to see a little bit more of that moving forward. And, uh, you know, you got four games left in this season. Um, they're six and six right now. The way the AFC sets up, nobody's running away with anything here. Uh, it's all right there in front of them. You know, you, you have games remaining. All four, all four remaining games are conference games. You got, you got Tennessee next week. Uh, then you have Kansas City in Kansas City. Then you get the Browns at home, the Ravens on the road. You've already beaten the Browns and Ravens once. Um, you know, the Steelers uh, have shown that they can beat those teams. Beat the Titans this week. Um, you know, or next week, I should say, and that's a, you know, a flawed Titans team. Now, maybe, you know, if you get the nine wins, see what you can do there. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm not ready to say this season's over. I am willing to say that they've got some flaws that I don't think can be fixed before the end of the season. I'm going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, I'll, uh, I'll go through this week's games and I'll tell you who I like. Uh, when we come back with the uh, Lolly Carter podcast right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to the Lolly Carter Podcast. 
I'm Dale Lolly. Chris Carter is off on uh, taking a little mini vacation. Uh, we'll take a look at this week's games. I'll give you the, a little inside information on maybe who the Steelers kind of need to win some of these games on the stretch to keep things close. And uh, we're going to start with uh, an AFC North game. I th- I'm sure everybody in Pittsburgh is going to be watching this one. It's the eight and four Ravens at the six and six Browns. These guys just played two weeks ago. The Browns were then on a bye, so they play. They're playing back-to-back games against the Ravens, and I'll be honest with you. I think Baltimore is in a tough spot here. Um, they lost Marlon Humphrey in that game last week uh, against the Steelers. He's done for the year. Marcus Peters already out for them. But I'll say this: the one thing that Cleveland doesn't do well is throw the ball to outside the numbers. Baker Mayfield has struggled in that, um, you know, this year. But I, I do think that the the uh, the Browns uh, they're favored by two and a half points in this game. I kind of like them at home to to hold the hold serve here. And if they do that, I think you know for Steeler fans that's probably the the outcome that you want to see happen. Uh, you want to see the the Ravens get that fifth loss. Yes, it would come at the expense of the of the Browns winning their seventh game and dropping the Steelers into last place. But you play those teams down the stretch, you got a chance to do something about that. You don't want the Ravens getting that ninth win in this game. So we'll see what happens with that. But I like the Browns in that one. Um, we got an NFC East showdown here. Uh, it's a big one now with the Cowboys stumbling a little bit here of late. It's the eight and four Cowboys at six and six Washington. Uh, Dallas favored by four in this game. Washington has been playing well. I still like the Cowboys in this game. I think uh, Taylor Heineke will turn the football over here, and that's what the uh, the Dallas defense has thrived on this season. Uh, you got the six and six Raiders at the eight and four Chiefs. The Chiefs have won four in a row. I think they make it five in a row. If you look at what everybody's done to the Chiefs of late, it's play a lot of two high zone with the safeties back. Um, the Raiders, for some reason, a couple of weeks ago when they played. The, uh, the Chiefs decided, ah, we're going to play through our, our three-man shell here. And Patrick Mahomes picked that apart. It's really been the only game that he's had that, that's been great uh, over the last uh, six weeks or so. Uh, the Chiefs have been winning with defense. I think the Chiefs win this game with defense to get to 9-4 and four and uh, knock the Raiders down to 6-7. and seven. Um, You got the Jaguars at 2-10. and 10 at the Tennessee Titans at eight and four. This will be a game that the Steelers fans should keep an eye on because the Steelers, of course, play the uh, the Titans next week. Tennessee's favored by eight and a half in this game. It's coming off of a bye. Um, we'll see if they get Julio Jones back for this game. Um, Ryan Tannehill has not been playing well. He's thrown 13 interceptions this season, which is tied for the most in the NFL. And that's as many as he had in the previous two seasons. Uh, losing Derrick Henry has really hurt this team. They're, they're, Offense was really centered around him. Uh, they, you know, we'll see what Dontrell Hilliard and uh, Dante Foreman if they can pick up the pace here a little bit. I, I do like the Titans to win this game because I think the the Jaguars are just in a bad spot. They can't score. Um, they just have no wide receivers. Uh, but I, I do like the Titans in this one. They get to nine and four coming to Pittsburgh next week. I don't think that the Titans are a very good team though. They're they're a nine and four. They're going to be an eight and four team right now. That's kind of kind of fraudish a little bit. Um, it's kind of an, uh, an elimination game in the NFC. You got the five and seven Falcons at the five and seven Panthers, Carolina favored by two and a half. These two teams played, uh, earlier, uh, about three games, four games ago. And the Panthers came away with the, with the victory that was with PJ Walker at, uh, at, at quarterback. I think the Panthers defense will be too much in this game. 
even without Christian McCaffrey, I'll take the Panthers to win that one. Uh, Saints five and seven at Jets three and nine. Nobody wants to watch this game. Uh, the Saints favored by five and a half. Taysom Hill's going to start. He has an injured middle finger on his throwing hand. He didn't throw the ball well to begin with. But I'll take that, that Saints defense over the Jets. The Jets have been competitive of late, um, but I, I like the, uh, the Saints in that one to get to six and seven. Um, boy, there's another stinker bowl here. Uh, you have the Seahawks at four and eight at the two and 10 Texans. Um, you could be looking at uh, Davis Mills starting this game. The Seahawks uh, technically still in it in the uh, NFC at four and eight, um, but they would likely need to win out to, to get into the playoffs here. Uh, I like the Seahawks in this. You always go with uh, Russell Wilson against Davis Mills every day of the week. You got the four and eight Giants at the seven and five Chargers. Chargers favored by 10 points in this game. And, uh, but they don't have any wide receivers, uh, both uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen on the COVID 19 list, along with cornerback Chris Harris. Uh, but uh, Justin Herbert still has uh, Austin Ekelar to, uh, to throw to here. Um, I think the Chargers win this game. Um, I just, I, Daniel Jones isn't going to play. Uh, for the for the Giants, uh, Mike Lennon's banged up. They're going to be on their third string quarterback. I, I just don't see the uh, the Giants being able to hang with the Chargers at home. Uh, you get the one ten and one Lions coming off their first victory of the season at the Denver Broncos, and uh, Denver hanging in there at six and six. Um, I think they get the seven and six here. They're favored by ten points. I don't know if they cover that spread uh, because the Lions have been pretty competitive um but i think they do win this game to stay alive in the afc playoff race at least for another week um so take the uh, the broncos to win that one uh the, maybe the game of the week here you got the seven and five bills coming off that loss against the uh, new england patriots uh last monday night against the nine and three buccaneers tampa bay only favored by three and a half at home so the bills getting a little bit of respect there um you know, you have to look at this and go, if you're Tampa Bay going, well, the Patriots just ran all over the Bills last week. Um, that's true. But I think the Bills will be able to throw the ball a little bit against the Patriots. I do like the Buccaneers, or against the Buccaneers, I should say. I do like the Buccaneers to win this game. That would knock the Bills all of a sudden down to seven and six. And uh, perhaps uh, maybe looking at a wild card in the AFC themselves. Another big game in the AFC uh playoff race here you get the 49ers who are now six and six at the Bengals at seven and five we'll see what that what happens with uh, Joe Mixon he is uh, a little banged up going into this one um, you know the, the it's going to be an interesting game here for the Bengals they lost at home last week uh, to the, the Chargers the 49ers uh, will run the football and they'll run it a lot um, we'll see if uh, Debo Samuel plays for them I do kind of like the Bengals in this game to to win um, and get to uh, and get to eight and five. Uh, if they win and the uh, Ravens lose, they would uh, the, the all of a sudden now the, the Bengals would vault into first place in the AFC North. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, you get the Bears four and eight at the Packers in the uh, night game. Um, you got to like the Packers there. I'm I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers as he is very very much uh, he likes to say owns the Chicago Bears. And then finally, to finish off the weekend, a big uh, game in the NFC, 
the Rams eight and four at the 10 and two Cardinals. And uh, boy, this is, this one's uh, going to be an interesting one. Uh, Kyler Murray back for the uh, Cardinals. The Cardinals are kind of rolling here. The Rams have kind of been found floundering a little bit. Uh, they're, they're eight and one though, against the spread against Arizona under Sean McVay. Uh, but that only cover came earlier this season in week four. I'll take the Cardinals at home in this one. Uh, they just seem like maybe a little bit of a team of destiny here. I'd like them to get to 11 and two and knock the Rams down to eight and five, but that's going to do it for the Lolly Steelers podcast. Uh, you can follow along. Uh, you can like us on uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you, wherever you listen to the show, we appreciate that. And uh, let, let your friends know. Um, Chris should be back next week. We'll talk some more uh, Steelers and what's going on with them. But uh, for now, I'm Dale Lowry. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Lolly Steelers Podcast. Thank you.